At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Hey, Bert and I are here to welcome you back to part two. Welcome to the law firm of Davis and Davis. We're not a real law firm. Go ahead, grab a beer, a glass of wine, sit back and listen. was one of our favorite albums when i was in the navy oh it was one of my favorite albums they played this every night that we were drinking this is a pretty hate machine yes a dance music gone horribly wrong is the way i described that album I had the NIN sticker on the back of my 94 Civic for forever. <laughs> well, I've yeah. seen them three times. Almost three times. as almost as many times as I've seen bare naked ladies. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. All right. So we are we are into our Batman review. Well, the Batman. The Batman 2022. The Batman. Unfortunately, our audience is not going to get to hear the first time that we tried this. (laughs) It was a little combative. It was a little slurry. (laughs) Was it combative? I didn't think it was combative, but it could have been. We, we we had some we had some we have have some disagreements, but oh, but that's yeah, cool. We, we we definitely have some disagreements on 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 the movie, but yeah. well, you know, let's get into it. Let's let's, let's, let's just do this get thing to it. Uh, the Batman came out in two thousand twenty-two. Yes, we are actually reviewing a current movie. Scary, isn't that weird? 
I just don't know how that works, but <laughs> and we've right, both sir. seen it. So we, we have both times. seen it. Uh, I am going to let Brother Burke take off with some numbers, D details, whatnots. Uh, the Batman 2022, two hours, 56 minutes long, mm -hmm. directed by Matt Reeves, written yes. by Matt Reeves and Peter Craig, music by Michael, and I'm going to screw up your last name, Giacchino, uh, cinematographer Greg Fraser, Rotten Tomatoes. Do you remember this from last night? Nope. Okay. Guess the Rotten Tomato meter for this one. Uh, rotten Tomato meter. I am. Uh... I'm going to say 98. No, uh, only 85. 85. Okay. And the audience? Uh, probably 90. 87. So really? pretty close. Yeah. They're very, yeah, they're all pretty close. Um, Roger Ebert did not review this movie, but RogerEbert.com, a lady named Christy Lemire, gave it a three and a half star rating. I think that's out of four, but I'm not 100% sure didn't show me exactly so she oh. seemed to like it a whole heck of a lot so um okay money wise domestic box office 2022 number one movie dr strange the multiverse of madness which i have not seen and i want to badly yes number two is the batman number three spider-man no way home which i did not have I didn't have a lot of high hopes going into that movie, and I was like really impressed with that. I, I really fell in love with that movie. Sonic the Hedgehog 2 is number four. Top Gun Mavericks number five, but it hadn't been out very long. So that's kind of impressive. Uncharted, Lost City, Fantastic Beast, Scream, Morbius is 12. How it got that high is beyond me. Jackass Forever is actually at 14. <laughs> Does that surprise you? No, <laughs> because it does not surprise me at all. I would uh, never get tired of those idiots. I, 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 I absolutely love those guys. Uh, <laughs> they just, we have ducks. Um, that... <laughs> is, is that like, thunder? Yes. Oh, shit. <laughs> I, 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 but. Okay, the, not not to interrupt the Batman stuff, but uh, Time Warner Cable Final Spectrum, sorry, finally came out and installed a new cable from the spider box here all the way out to the road. And oh, they, nice. They did it at like three o'clock in the freaking morning. So I was like, it's like, hey, uh, you guys are a little bit dedicated, aren't you? Um, and, and this happened after the fifteenth time that I called them. Just, just um, that's that's the number, huh? Fifteen. Apparently, it takes fifteen for it okay. to, to actually happen. Um, I have not had an issue with my internet since. First off, secondly, it is storming right now. There is thunder, there is lightning, and there's probably, there is a river running through it in my backyard. <laughs> I, ha I have zero drop-off on my internet now. 
you last night you the, you thought the upload speed was slowing down a touch, but that that could be yeah, network that, more than that, your cables. That could be that could be demand. When we recorded last night, it was in the middle of peak, uh, yeah, peak time. Everyone, ever you know, there's three hundred some people in this apartment complex, or three hundred units. So there's probably eight hundred people living here, and they're all on that internet at seven o'clock in the evening. Um, yeah, love but, them some interwebs. Yeah, that all place, right. that Basil Hayden. That Basil Hayden. I told you that she would sneak up on you, man. That's Basil Hayden's, my friend. I'm drinking more tonight. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sticking with beer. (laughs) I was like, no. I I have to get through this one. (laughs) No, 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 no. Plus, I have to work tomorrow. So I do do too. Beer only. (laughs) Uh, Just a couple of quick things that, that i was writing down as i was watching the movie what what you didn't say the the best movie that was on this list which was a uh, 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 death on the nile death on the nile with 16th to above downton see. abbey <laughs> death on the nile it's an agatha christie uh poirot yeah. murder mystery it's, they, it's they, fabulous. they brought back uh uh what's his name from the other one uh, the guy was in uh the harry potter movies who uh, directed thor yes uh he he played the the um professor who who was the pompous professor yeah, who pompous was all the looks and taking yeah. pictures and yes um okay on that note uh, that that was all I wanted to say was be, be, but it was because it's it's death of death of the Nile death of the Nile death of the death of the Nile death of the Nile death of the Nile denial left of denial it was it's been a long long day <laughs> half of it was probably taking care of your hangover um, the, no, almost all of it was uh, it seriously killed me uh, it was it was evil it's it worse was, every year doesn't it it really does oh. um I, I i hate to say that because i know we're getting older but fuck me running <laughs> I, I, I just no, it's not fun anymore. <laughs> no, it, it's 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 been on the brutal side. All right, so these were just I have five notes that I just kind of wrote down as I was watching the movie. Um, when Batman walks up to the penguin's car after the big chase, uh, it is kind of reminiscent of old westerns. I mean, like if you listen to the 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 sound effects it almost sounds like he has spurs on when he's walking up to the car and it's all upside down and backlit with the orange and everything um and i was impressed with zoe kravitz's performance and i really haven't liked her in anything yet she just seems kind of i don't know stilted or stale or whatever but i i liked her performance okay and I also love how in this movie, the Wayne family legacy isn't as squeaky clean as it is in some of the other portrayals. Um, Oh, the hallway scene, the one hallway scene when the Batman goes into the nightclub 
and he's just he, he's going down this hallway that's completely dark and it is lit only by machine gun shots that to me was just a beautiful beautifully well done scene it's it kind of mirrors the shot from rogue one at the very end of rogue one in the hallway where all of a sudden darth you know it's dark hallway and it just gets lit up by darth vader's lightsaber um and then i i know there was a lot of practical stuff in the movie there was some cgi the only bad bit of cgi i saw in the entire movie uh, when Catwoman takes off from her apartment, she leaves Annika behind. She goes out a window, jumps down to the ground. Um, it was very obviously CGI'd, and it was just like, yeah, you could have done just a touch better on that. But uh, there were some shots that in this movie that I didn't realize were CGI that I thought were real, and there were some real shots I thought they would have used CGI. So I was kind of impressed with the blend. So those are those are my five impressions that I got just watching the movie. My uh, little list of things that I wrote down were very simple. Um, the cinematography was great, but I kind of got tired of all the muted colors. Uh now, they've done that in almost every Batman movie. They've muted the colors when they're in Gotham, when they're around Gotham. Mm -hmm. They always try to make it look like it's just a run-down city that, that there's never a sunlight in. Did not enjoy that. Number two. I honestly thought that the costuming stunk. His costume is fabulous. Okay. Catwoman's just made no sense to me. You you have you have this skin tight outfit on her, and then you have a mask that's basically just a piece of cloth over her nose. Why? Um, I think we were talking about this last night. I was, I was maybe offering up the, it, it could be that this is year two for Batman. Yeah. This is very early on and and uh, maybe early on in both of their careers. Um, I mean, you know, you claim she's got a $10,000 motorcycle up. She could have stole it. You know, <laughs> she is a thief, but you know, yeah. I, yeah, she may not have, she may just go for, functional like if you're gonna go into somebody's house and steal stuff do you get bespoke gear no you buy the same hat that ten thousand other people are wearing and you cut it out and that way they can't trade it. i don't know there's there's probably reasons for it i don't i'd never found out exactly why but i mean she wasn't julie newmar looking for any you know no no yeah. um that was a cool effort <laughs> <laughs> as, a, as a matter of fact, uh, let's see here. There you go. Um, yeah, it's it's a it's a it's a toque. It's a hat that she just cuts out of things so she can see out of. Yeah, it it uh, it's it, yeah. Wasn't oh, it's it, functional. 
that, that's fine. It can be functional and, and you could love it all you want. I, I just, I'm not saying I didn't, I didn't love it. I just thought it, you know, it's like, it's a hat you can grab off a shelf of any store and make it into the mass that you need, throw it away and get another one if you need. You know, it, uh, uh, and I did do some research. We did have a discussion last night about the, the suit that she was in. It is made out of leather. Oh, okay. So you've got a person in a thousand dollars worth of leather and she's wearing a $5 hat. Well, she might've stole the outfit. She's a thief. <laughs> I, I will say this in that in that move that girl is that girl needs to eat <laughs> get that girl a sandwich that, 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 that girl need more than a sandwich <laughs> uh, if you're getting her subway get better better get the double meat she's <laughs> <laughs> she, she, yeah, she's she's got nothing <laughs> uh, so uh anyways i i did enjoy her performance i thought her yeah. performance was was really really good in this and i've never really seen her act before so i didn't know if she was going to be a good actress or not now robert pattinson's acting in this was phenomenal he uh, I was very worried because he is a skinny, he's a twink. <laughs> Forgot about that. Yes, folks, don't look that up on Google. <laughs> he's a twink. Um, <laughs> and, uh, but he did, he did work out quite a bit for this movie. I, and once again, it is, you know, the beginnings. I, I wouldn't expect him to look like old man batman you know at you know like the the affleck version is kind of that at the end of batman's career look right you know and this is very much the beginning of his career like he doesn't yeah. like he call he doesn't even really call himself the batman they refer to him as vengeance more yeah. often in the film than anything else yeah and i was trying to get that sound bite for the show today I'm hey vengeance, vengeance. i'm vengeance <laughs> Um, which, okay, I understand. This is Batman's second year of, of being around. Whatever, whatever you want to say. Don't care. Um, Jim Gordon in this, we, we see Jim Gordon more as a police officer than the commissioner. Well, he hasn't been promoted to commissioner yet. In this Not movie. yet. He's and, lieutenant. And, and it was it was very interesting to see how they they built that up uh i love jeffrey wright to death hey more thunder i thought you blew in the microphone <laughs> oh no, that, i was like damn damn uh yeah he he was he i think was the best actor in this movie uh pattinson was great circus was pretty good yeah 
he didn't get a lot of screen time, but he, I, I, I don't think I've ever seen him without some form of CGI. Cause even when he was in um, black Panther, they CGI'd out his arm. This yeah. may be his first full body acting kick ever. I'm not quite sure. <laughs> you know, well, you don't want me to put dots on my face and, and wander, wander around on my hands and legs. You just want me to act. Why the fuck do I do that? <laughs> you know, I, I think you could go through the list and and a lot of these guys were were extremely good actors. Oh yeah, absolutely. Um you got a SARS guard in there. Um Colin yeah. Colin Farrell was incredible. Oh, yeah. Uh Zoe Kravitz was was good. You're right. Andy Andy Circus, uh that that was I mean that was the first time that we, uh, that's the first time I've seen him not as Gollum. <laughs> I was like, I knew he looked familiar and I didn't even realize that until you said something oh, just geez. a second ago. <laughs> I was like, that, that was Gollum. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, uh, we, we saw Jamie Lawson for, for a second, uh, playing Bella Real. She was fairly good. Now, Paul Dano mm-hmm. as the Riddler. Yeah. Ooh, Ooh this, this Riddler, this Riddler I liked. Yeah, they, they based him squarely upon the real-life Zodiac killer. Yeah. Uh, how many Riddlers have we seen so far? Just, just the one, which was uh, Jim Carrey. No, no, no. You have to remember that the 1967 TV Batman had a movie. Right. And and all of the Gorshin was in it as the Riddler. Right. Yeah. So the Riddler has shown up in movies. This will be the third time. Okay. Technically. <laughs> uh, uh, which which Riddler did you like the best? I mean, I love Jim Carrey, but that was just, uh, you know, that, that movie was, that was, that was over the, that movie was more over the top with everything. Yeah. It, it, it was Batman on steroids. They were trying to make it better than the first Batman and all they ba- did. Bat was, nipples just don't work. Bat, bat and I love Alicia Sterlestone, but it was like, whatever. I, that, no. Yeah, 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 yeah. This guy is definitely. Although she looked good in a skin tight. Yeah, no, no, she looked good as Batgirl. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. She, looked <laughs> she looked good as Batgirl. Now, now, Zoe Kravitz. Wow, <laughs> that would get me divorced <laughs> and probably killed. Uh, well, I, I don't think I would survive the evening. Yeah, <laughs> he died with a smile on his face. <laughs> it would be. <laughs> oh goodness gracious all right uh what what were what was my, my other note mm-hmm. uh that i had written down was this would not be a soundtrack i would purchase because the music sucked okay it was okay to me. It, it sucked. It, it was. It was. It was all the same, yeah. all the way through it. I mean, the weird thing is, like, this dude's composed songs for uh, 
Pixar's The Incredibles, uh, Pixar's Up, Doctor Strange, uh, and the entirety of John Watts' Spider-Man Homecoming trilogy. He's even gotten a, he's even gotten an Emmy and an Oscar and three Grammys. So, <laughs> uh, okay, but people like what they like. It was okay. I mean, I didn't really, I really didn't notice much of it. I thought it was interesting how they used Ave Maria a couple times in the film, and the Riddler's theme was actually like Ave Maria in a minor, minor something chord. It was just, you know. Um, yes. Uh, what was the other other note that I had? Um, the scene in the coffee shop. Oh yeah. Uh, I I did write down that that I actually loved that scene. I loved the cine- cinematography where where the camera is coming up over the coffee cup. Oh yeah. And just kind of curving. Well, no, over it's a, it's it a beautiful off. shot because it pans in straight first then does a perfect arc up on top. It looked like yeah. I saw a picture of the rig they used. It was pretty cool because it looked like it was on a on a on a track and then it had a like a big perfect circle that it ran up on on you know yeah it was it was a cool cool shot there uh, uh you mentioned you mentioned the fact that there was there was uh several times that cgi you thought cgi would be used and it wasn't the um, the the chase scene the the jump over the exploding trucks yes. was a real car yeah that was all in in camera real stuff going on He's got his shooting up his nose. I'm getting text messages from somebody. Well, it's not me. And secondly, what did you think of the Batmobile? So I kind of liked it. Um, And I know you you expressed the, you you did not like it at all. No. Um, The things I liked about it were like, if you are a billionaire, you could build a a, a five million dollar car but guess what everybody would figure out wait who's got enough money to build that car oh him and and i guess there was a backstory about out right after he lost his family he had gotten into illegal car racing and this was a car that he had built up little by little and then he took it to another level and this was basically a battering ram it didn't have a lot of goodies in it it was just basically a battering ram with an engine in the front and an engine in the back. Yeah. <laughs> it was just brute raw. They used this charger initially for the body style. I mean, it was heavily modified, but I don't know. I kind of dug it, man. I, 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 the sound effects on it were good. Uh, it's, yeah, I'm kind of a sucker for that realism. I like, I love the Nolan stuff because it's grounded in reality. Like it could happen. You know, you can say, that's plausible. That's plausible. That car was kind of plausible. So, okay. Uh, before we go any further, I guess, I guess, since we haven't done this yet and we 
probably should have done this first. <laughs> um, here is the synopsis of the the synopsis that they the press release okay. sent out. Okay. Uh, excuse me. Mm-hmm. Uh, from Warner Brothers Pictures comes Matt Reeves, the Batman, starring Robert Pattinson in the dual role of Gotham City's vigilant detective and his alter-ego reclusive billionaire Bruce Wayne. Uh, I'm going to skip some of this. Uh, need a more concise synopsis. For yeah. Two years of stalking the streets as Batman, Robert Pattinson, striking fear into the hearts of criminals has led Bruce Wayne deep into the shadows of Gotham City. With only a few trusted allies, Alfred Pennyworth and Lieutenant James Gordon, amongst the city's corrupt network of officials and high-profile figures. The lone vigilante has established himself as the sole embodiment of vengeance amongst his fellow citizens. Um, vengeance. When a killer targets Gotham's elite with a series of sadistic machines, which that is something that we need to talk about, and we didn't talk about it last night, Mm, okay. uh, a trail of cryptic clues sends the world's greatest detective on an investigation into the underworld, where he encounters such characters as Selena Kyle, aka Catwoman, Oswald Cobblepot, aka the Penguin, Carmine Falcone, and Edward Nashton, aka the Riddler. As the evidence begins to lead closer to home and the scales of the perpetrator's plans becomes clear, Batman must forge new relationships, unmask the culprit, and bring justice to the abuse of power and corruption that has long plagued Gotham City. <sighs> now. That, that's a mouthful. Yeah, and I mean cut that out of this and move it, <laughs> move it in front of everything. Anyways, uh, we did not talk about the the machines that this, I will say, fascinated the living shit out of me. Uh, I the was... The rat maze thing on the guy's face. and The, the rat maze thing was freaking awesome. Uh, I actually liked the um, the the electric guillotine or the the explosive guillotine. Oh oh oh, the explosive collar on the guy. Wow. Yeah 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 yeah. That that was awesome. That <laughs> that that was awesome. I I wish they would have had a better picture of that happening. I was all about that. But the rat maze really i mean that that's some serious torture there yeah i mean I, i'm not a big fan of rats i yeah anyways 
uh, this this was a great look into uh, Alfred mm-hmm. and the relationship between Alfred and and Bruce, uh, which I don't th- I don't think the other movies ever really went into how Alfred was. Nolan's touched on it from time to time, but yeah, this one was a lot more of the father figure kind of thing yeah. going on. Yeah, yeah. Uh, which I liked a lot. Um, all right, I've gone through all my notes. Oh, jeez. Uh, okay. Uh, well, last night we figured out that you have a lot of technical stuff to discuss yeah i i yeah i'll i'm gonna try and not bore you with a bunch of this stuff i I got a few more notes here like uh the riddler and the batman were specifically written with paul dano and pattison in mind um pattison saw uh excuse me the matt reeves saw pattison in the movie good time and said i gotta have him in you know uh the city hall interior was actually a custom-built set in northern london the Iceberg Lounge is an actual nightclub in London. Printworks, which used to be a newspaper factory, um, when it came to real-life spots, used to create Gotham. They were largely across the UK and Chicago, which I never really picked up on. That was kind of one of the things I did like about this movie. It didn't look like Chicago, or it didn't look like any city. When you watch the Nolan series, it's obviously Chicago. It's just, it's it is what it is you know this one really looked like it could have been a different city so i I, I can give a little kudos for that um minor theme we did that it's raining in every in almost every outdoor scene which and they took a lot of inspiration from this movie from seven Mm. uh Um, the raining outside all the time they took from that the devices the serial killer thing a lot of they drew a lot of stuff from seven so where was this filmed uk and chicago primarily i thought for sure it was it was uk uh almost all of the actors are are uk actors well Um, irish and irish and welsh and uk and you got Zoe and Wright, they're Americans. Irish and Welsh. They're part of the UK. Yeah, they're not all London, though. You know what I'm saying? They're all over the pond. I didn't say London. No, I okay. never said London. I thought you said England. My bad. My bad. No, I right. said UK. Okay. The UK. Great Britain. The great, like, the, it's the Great British empire <laughs> there is in this movie there is a, a replica bust of shakespeare that looks exactly like the bust of shakespeare in the original tv series which i thought was was a nice subtle nod um do you remember let's see uh first third of the movie uh when the batman leaves the iceberg club if you it pans out so you can see him in the bottom right hand of the screen leaving the club if you stop it right there 
and you look top left, you can yes. see the Riddler looking through binoculars down at that scene because that's where he shot the guy at the end. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, it's like if you stopped, if you'd have looked up left instead of where you're supposed to look, you'd have seen him right there and you would have been like, oh crap, shit's going down. Yeah. And I just, um, I just had something to say and now it's gone. Ah. <laughs> Go on. It'll the, come uh, back, I hope. In the in the Riddler video that shows the dirt on the Wayne family, there's a cease and desist letter that's shown real quickly from the Miller and Moore LLP law firm, which is a nod to Frank Miller and Alan Moore, the comic writers who wrote The Dark Knight Returns and The Killing Joke, which I thought you okay. would appreciate. <laughs> Most definitely. <laughs> there's a couple of actor-inspired things like the... Uh, Carm, the guy who played Carmine Falcone, he bought his own vintage sunglasses out of on his own volition, rationalizing that Falcone needed to have his own mask to contrast with the Batman. Um, and I know you, let's see, uh, Pfeiffer, Halle Berry, and Anne Hathaway were nothing but supportive of Zoe Kravitz's portrayal of Catwoman, so they all gave her a thumbs up. Uh, DeVito was actually very supportive and personally approved of Colin Farrell's taking up the mantle of the Penguin. Um, you said you liked the Batman's outfit and they kind of heavily base that on uh, Batman Noel and Batman damned artists, Lee Bermejo, Bermejo. Um, he was, he was proud that the film's Batsuit took heavy race inspiration from his design. So he was really pleased. Um, we've talked about, have we talked about corridor crew before on this channel? No. I don't think so. Uh, Corridor Crew is a YouTube channel of a bunch of guys that do CGI stuff. They're all computer and like they'll do these weekly things. And you should definitely check them out because some of their stuff is all their stuff is usually really funny. Like they took, you know, when you go to a bowling alley and you have the bowling animations that pop up there, yeah. they, they, they tried to make the, I don't even remember how they put it. The, the worst, most controversial bowling videos out there. At one point, they have pins that are dressed as Nazis going down the road. Oh, <laughs> they, <laughs> but they God. did. They, they took the entire trailer to the Batman and superimposed Adam West and the old Batmobile onto the entire trailer for this movie. And these guys absolutely loved that shit. You look it up sometime. It's a great, great bit. I will take a look at that. Um. <laughs> and um, the website uh, that they had in the movie, the ratalada.com. Ratalada. It was apparently a real website out in the world for a while and people could go there and figure out the ciphers that were on the website to get to different sites and stuff like that. Now, if you go to that website, it has a picture, this big blue picture. This domain has been seized by the Gotham City Police Department. <laughs> That's oh, all that pops up. Yeah, uh, uh. Gotta love it. Gotta love it. Gotta uh, love I, it. I don't know if this is, I don't know. This one popped up. I put it up here. Maybe it's whatever. Uh, queer character, queer actor. Selene is heavily implied to be in a relationship with her roommate, Annika. And expresses interest in the Batman. Her actress Zoe Kravitz is also bisexual. So I don't know. Is that typecasting? Is that I don't know. I don't know. 
I don't know. Now, uh, this movie was supposed to be directed, produced, co-written by Ben Affleck originally, and he was supposed to star in this movie. He had reservations about the project. He dropped out. Reeves took over, reworked the story. Um, they drew, And Reeves drew upon Batman The Long Halloween and its sequel, The Dark Victory, by Joseph Loeb and Tim Sale, which feature Batman hunting a serial killer. Uh, Kravitz was actually a little reluctant to join another superhero movie after she'd worked on X-Men First Class, but she loved the Catwoman character, so she got in there. Um, Colin Farrell looked to the Godfather character, Frito Corleone, for inspiration. And he worked with a dialect coach uh, named Jessica Drake, and I looked into her real quickly. She's been a dialect coach in the movie since 1989. Um, and she's done uh, movies like Forrest Gump and Saving Private Ryan, um, which I, th I thought that was kind of interesting, too. Life is like a box of chocolates. <laughs> they got that from the kid. They, like, they really didn't have the Forrest Gump voice down until they cast the kid who played Forrest as a young kid. And Hanks was like, I'm just going to imitate him. His voice is fantastic. Yeah, that was it. That's gotta it. love it. Gotta <laughs> love it. All right. Uh, something that we forgot to uh, uh, discuss as well was uh, let's see, domestically, it made $369 million so far. Opening week, it made $134 million. Now, impressive numbers. I'm I'm happy for him. I don't think it would have been quite as much in a year where there were. Usually, there's three times the amount of movies in theaters that there are right now. It's just we're that post COVID shit, and and the movies are going to take a while to. This movie was put on hold for weeks and months because of COVID. So it, it could have been out if that hadn't happened, this film would have been out a year and a half ago. Well, so uh, internationally, this film has made $401 million so far. Not too shabby. And worldwide, $770 million. Nice. This is going to be a billion dollar movie before it's a year old. That's nice. awesome. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, all right. I Is there anything else that we need to discuss about this movie? I got three or more pages of crap on here. What are you talking about? Well, we're, you're going to have to get to that three pages of crap after, after the break. The break. <laughs> all right kids uh, what what is it what is it i need us to go out on here uh at least you're past your depression rock from last night <laughs> and just because you as said i that, said that <laughs> This is this was college. No, I know this song. Oh, 
I, I, it's not coming to me, but I know the band. Not Yaz, but it's. It is it? Was Yaz? Oh, okay. It was Yaz minus Allison Moyet. Oh, okay. They became Erasure after. Oh, God, that's right. Yes. Okay. All right, people. There's your trivia for the day. See you soon. See that. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Now this, this is good movie music. Don't they use this in a commercial for like alcohol or something? Well, they do now, but it's from the good, the bad and the ugly. Okay. This is the theme song in Ennio, what was his name? Ennio. got food out there why are all right guess the cat wants petted all right cat's getting petted is the cat getting petted yeah this is the only time this cat wants attention is when we're doing this podcast that's it really yeah it's the only time he will not bite you is it possible for you to just shut the fuck up for 10 seconds is it possible for you to just shut the fuck up for 10 <laughs> a lot of weird echo in that clip woo well, it, it's it's because I I don't have that clip in my. Uh, I am just testing that clip, and it oh, okay. it, it does it. It speeds it up a little bit. Fair enough. Um, damn, 
none of my stuff is working. Why? Uh-huh. All right. So, yeah. Uh, you you play on. with stuff, and I talk about that Batmobile for two seconds here. Um, the back engine is a Ford Triton V10 with a series of turbochargers and an afterburner on its exhaust. Um, some of the guys from Fast and Furious 9 actually worked on this film for that car. Uh, Nico Ferrari, Nick Mir- Murray, and uh, Lil Gwine Thomas. All right. Um, there were four stunt cars built for the movie. Three, including the Batmobile at the premiere, were built around 650 brake horsepower V8 engines. Um, one had its engine removed for gimbal work. Uh, and then a fourth one, they actually installed a Tesla drivetrain um, so that they could use it at night in city streets or they could use it on a soundstage and it wouldn't be so loud that it would blow everybody's eardrums out. So little tidbits about the car. Okay. Um, just a real, uh, I'm not going to go into all this crap here, but Why cinematography, not? you, well, um, with the cinematography, they didn't want that squeaky queen, clean looking movie. Like, like all the Marvel movies are so crisp and clean and clear and everything. Digital photography uh, has really advanced a lot of stuff in a lot of ways, but they wanted this one to look a lot more old school, a lot more like uh, it, it was filmed on real film, like on 35 millimeter film or something like that. So they use these anamorphic lenses the Ari Alpha anamorphic lens detuned. So, oh, 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 it was the detuned. Yeah. So, yeah, I know, right? Oh. <laughs> so basically, the, I know, like he's going, oh, "Fucking talk about whatever." <laughs> I'm gonna make fun of him. Sorry. <laughs> basically, what it does, it's a really incredibly good lens in the center. Everything else falls off in focus at the edges um and it kind of dirties up the frame of the film um so where you point the camera is where your focus it's kind of like your own eyes your own eyes really can only focus at exactly what you're looking at everything off to the sides is just kind of out of focus and that's what they did to like draw your attention to certain things um and they did a lot of like subtle stuff like there was a one scene in the car chase where it looked like water had gotten on the camera like like you're looking out of the batmobile and you can see the water hitting it and it was just basically strips of silicone that they put on the edge of the actual lens to simulate that look of water and then they did something called an interpositive ip what the hell was that uh, probably some idiot without a muffler going down the road I'm right on a I'm right on a main street here, so no shit. That was loud as you see. Do you remember me telling you the other day? I was like, "Oh, you're getting feedback from your mic." It wasn't feedback. That was the noise that I heard. Oh, <laughs> it was just a loud ass car going down. It the was road. a loud ass car going down the road. <laughs> so anyway, IP is something we I'd never heard of this before. It's an orange based motion picture film with a positive in, image made from the edited camera negative i can't wrap my head around it but it made the film look like it was on 35 millimeter film um and greg frazier who's done dune and a number of other incredible films 
Yeah. And so this was a this was a tough one for him. He had done uh, Rogue One, Lion, Vice, Zero Dark Thirty, and Dune. So this guy's got some chops. Um, I liked his Dune. Oh, Dune is spectacular. Holy yeah. crap. Now, you were talking about the film being too light or too dark, and they they wanted the film dark, but they tried not to be overly oppressive. And maybe they didn't 100% get there, but they actually researched a bunch of pictures that would show the what do they call it together a document for the director called light for dark yeah they're pictures that you would call dark but were easy to look at they had big areas of light but shadows in the foreground or pockets of darkness so you knew it was a dark place um he said it was a they they were always teetering on the edge of unreadability versus being too light um so yeah and then the last thing i'll touch upon is um do you ever see like the making of the Mandalorian TV show? Yes. So you know that they use, they incorporated something brand new, these 360 degree LED screens that they could project anything they wanted to on them. Um, outdoor images. Um, the yes. brilliant thing about this is uh, on a couple of levels, um, doing a green screen and blue screen, it's really tough to get light good on the actors it's just really really tough and, and there's usually you'll catch that edge along the actor where it's like oh that's on a green screen a blue screen with this they actually use a video game engine to render all these backgrounds on these thousands and tens of thousands of screens that they use for this stuff um so now the actors feel like they're in the environment that they're supposed to be in all the light shining on the actors and the cars and everything in the scene is the light from the atmosphere, from the setting, from the way it should look in real life. And like, if you have a scene that takes place as the sun sets in a regular film, you have one shot where the light's perfect and and you're done for that day. And then you got to wait for another day. You could hold the same, two minutes of sunset for eight hours on one of these screens and it just looks perfect. And they can, they can, they can change stuff and they go, okay, that, that building is a little too big. We need to kind of make it smaller or it needs to be dust dustier looking or whatever. So you can always change stuff on the fly, have it any time of day or night or anything like that. Looking at pictures of the size of this 360 degree thing, they even had TV screens as a ceiling for this entire soundstage is fucking amazing. It's well worth looking up this. What, uh, what do they call it? Uh, they call it. I can't find it. They have there's, a name for it. There's a, there's a television volume. Studio. It's there. called volume is what they call this. Okay. There is a television studio out here that has a half round mm. uh, LED system but it's also on the floor and the ceiling so you can immerse yourself into any anything that you want nice it's it's not a full 360 like i said it's half so all of your cameras and stuff are out yeah i mean it's kind of a proscenium thing but they can move it around a little bit yeah no i get it that's kind of cool but the their video wall that curved video wall is almost 60 feet tall 
That's huge. That is huge. Uh, 60 feet tall and 180 feet wide. That's a massive amount of LED screen. It's a lot of computing power that you got to throw at that thing to get all that stuff to work too, man. Well, that's, I mean, this is right up the alley of, of, uh, of what I do for a living. (laughs) And, uh, I mean, I think our video wall, our video wall back 10 years ago when we bought it was $200,000. And that's a, a 20 foot tall by 40 feet wide. <laughs> but this is much, much larger than that. Can you hear yep. my fan? No. Can you hear mine? No. Okay. We're good. I, I, I just looked over and realized that my fan is still running. I was like, oh, fuck, fuck. Um, Nope. All right. That that's kind of all the technical stuff that there, I, had a bunch of stuff in there, but it's just kind of talking over the same things we've already talked about. So I think that's about all I got on this film other than, I don't know what, what wrap, is, wrap up. Is your, it a film? It's a film. Film. Like a filament. <laughs> it's part of a filament. Just a film. It's just a film. <laughs> um, okay. Well, I, I, you, you, you had some very heated, thoughts about this film last night have you have you tempered some of those thoughts this morning or i i'm toning it down and and (laughs) we are to the point where where we have to do our final summation of of what we think of this film and then place it onto a shelf or in the box behind the counter Mm. now i i do want to bring out because you you had issues with this film that it didn't follow any of the comic book stuff very well. That was your biggest issue. Okay, last night that was my biggest issue. I will I will say it again. Um, actually, I I was probably I was planning on cutting that piece no. out of last night. Uh, it doesn't. It doesn't follow any of the comic books. It doesn't have anything to do with the comic books it's kind of like it's kind of like the director of this film watched a bunch of batman movies and decided to make his own okay and that i do have a problem with i i don't like it when when movies go off script of what that is guardians of the galaxies prime example Great film series mm-hmm. adheres to the comic book. It lives by the comic book. This doesn't. So that was a big turnoff for me. Myself okay. as a as as a person who collects comics, who loves comics, who who would basically, I mean, comics were my life at one point. Comics <laughs> and D and D. I loved it. <laughs> I still it's love both. Surprising you ever got laid. <laughs> Does Barry Manilow know that you raid his wardrobe? <laughs> mm-hmm. 
Uh, now let me ask you, so and all the... Her, I will marry her. Never! And think I will be happy and my curse will be lifted. You can go off and rule the universe from beyond the grave. Indeed! Or check into a psycho war, whichever comes first, huh? <laughs> I'm gonna... I'm gonna... You need to just cut out indeed. <laughs> okay, let me ask you this question then. Okay. Uh, all the all of the Batman movies that have been on the big screen, do they all then adhere to the comic books faithfully? No. They don't okay. all. I, I, okay. But I don't know. I've not I, I, I was never a DC person. I I, I don't think I've read a single Batman comic or anything ever. So, okay. He, he, like the Dark Knight, the movie series, mm -hmm. there's actually a Dark Knight uh, comic series okay. that it is based off of. And it's more of an evil Batman. It's one of my favorite comic series that, that came out because it was a dark batman now the original batmans the first ones were really more set up like like the first movie like the michael keaton movie mm -hmm. they were very uh cognizant of sticking to what the comic was now i understand a, a movie series is not going to be able to survive off of the comic series alone they they just they can't right you know you're gonna run out of material at some point in time superman the the supermans that we have now are not like the comics at all uh cat captain marvel captain america mm -hmm. i mean um that that film was almost like taking 50 comics and smashing them together <laughs> and and that's that's just i guess i'm a purist is is what you would call that's it. cool I, I i i wanted to ask you that question specifically because i wanted to say uh, you know you were kind of hating on the film last night but it I wanted you to I wanted you to like take a step back into okay as a movie and let's say you'd never seen a Batman comic book in your life as a movie itself, well, it's just as technical aspects or whatever the the sure. prettiness or whatever. Did, did you enjoy it? The first hour and forty five minutes, I loved. Okay. No, no, actually the first hour and 45 minutes I didn't love. It was the last hour and 45 minutes I loved. Uh, this movie this movie was too long. This, yeah, it was big. But this movie they they really could have made two movies out of this. And I think everyone would have been happy. Okay. Um it and and this this brings me back to the to the problem with the music when you have a movie that's three hours long your and your score is only 15 minutes of music people are going to get bored with it 
I did not enjoy the music. I did not enjoy the sound effects. I, I, I thought the car chase sound effects were phenomenal. I, I, I uh, okay. So, so five minutes out of three hours is phenomenal. nothing else really. Nothing really stuck out sound effect wise is like annoying me. That, I, that, I sometimes I, that's my metric is like, did I notice it? What? Why? Because like, if you, if I, you notice it because it's an awesome sound effect, it's like, well, okay, that was. I, it took I me not, out of the movie. I would not say that it is the sound effects that bothered me. Okay. I, I used the wrong term. Okay. Here, here, here's what was bothering me. The vamp through the entire film over and over and over again. It was the same thing. It was the same thing all the way through. My, Michael may be a fabulous composer, but all he had to write for this movie was 15 minutes of of music and we're just going to play it over and over Fair and over again and ave ave maria i love ave maria mm-hmm. uh, do i need to hear ave maria 50 times in a movie <laughs> okay that, that's a valid point it's a valid point uh, like i say i didn't notice it so you know Maybe they were hoping that nobody would notice it. I don't know. I, I'm sure. I'm, yeah, I'm sure that that's. I, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> that was annoying I, I, to me. The costuming was annoying. Uh, but the production values were were up there, except for in those two areas. Yeah. Okay. As far as I'm concerned. Now, I'm in the entertainment industry, or used to be. Um, so I'm a little bit more of a stickler on, yeah, on get certain it. things. Uh, and I, I, yeah. All right. So, so I have to show you this because I have no clue what the fuck. This thing just popped up on my screen. I can't see you at all. Well, I can. It's, it's so fucked up. For screen three. Uh, screen three shit. You see this thing? It's like a program trying to start. That's what it's. That's what I thought. Is it this thing here? What do I have to do? What the hell is it? Well, why don't you pause recording and uh, guys, my control out, control, control out, delete, and figure out what the hell it is. Um, okay, stop sharing. Um, pause. Oh, I have traffic and thunder. <laughs> I have traffic and thunder. It's not feedback. <laughs> um. So anyway, I, I I I do get where you're coming from with the whole purist thing, and I'll, I'll give you a really good example. Yes, I please. have been a really big science fiction reader for a long time. Like I read Dune, I think when I was ten, um, just because I saw a cover of the book. I was fascinated by the sandworm on the cover of this book. Um, I've read all. Is that of, why you like Tremors? Uh, Tremors is just fucking hilarious man what are you talking about 
That's a great film, man. One of Kevin Bacon's best. I know, right? And he's not really the like main character either, which <laughs> is great, you know. Um, so I've read all the robot stories, which is Asimov, yeah, the three laws of robotics, blah blah blah. Every single one of his stories is about how stupid humans are. It's like the robots are doing exactly what you told them to, and it, but it's garbage in, garbage out. If you tell them something stupid, something stupid happens. It's always the human's fault. The three ro- laws of robotics are they're they're hardwired. They are not able to be changed. It's just it is what it is. So when the Will Smith movie came out, I'm like, what the fuck am I watching? What this is bullshit. This is stupid. This is not like some, you know, pissant writer came along and said, oh, it's good stuff, but I can improve upon it. Uh, that's like, okay, let's do a story about the Bible where Jesus lives. That'll be a better movie. <laughs> like, you dumb fuck. It's like, do, do you have any awards to your name for writing novels? No. Quit fucking with shit you don't know anything about. Yeah, that movie just, just, oh, yeah. That's it gets just it's sand in my eye. It's it's a splinter under my th- thumbnail. It's it's stepping on a Lego. It's it's everything in that and worse. <laughs> but it was pretty like if I look at that movie just from the technical standpoint, it was very pretty. I, I, I like the aesthetics of it. The action was pretty decent. There was some good about it. But man, the, the writing just pissed me the yeah i hated that movie still do always Um, will so yeah i get i get where you're coming from when they fuck with the source material way too much yeah and and it's it's nothing against against the people that worked on this film or anything like that Let, let me let me uh let me pose something to you maybe that will soften the blow ever so slightly look at this film as an alternate universe of what of what could have happened how's that are you fucking high no i can't okay it's Batman. I, I was I just <laughs> that was that was a good attempt. I, I, give, <laughs> I, I give you an A for effort. <laughs> I mean, that's how I look at this. This is just it's so slightly different from anything that's come before. It's like it's kind of an alternate universe version of what could have happened. What if, you know? Um, like I said, it, it was a good attempt. Okay. Um, I, I oh shit. I turned all my shit off to get rid of that thing. (laughs) All your sound effects and everything are gone. I'm like sitting here pressing my button. (laughs) It's like, Uh, nothing's happening. Why the fuck is it? (laughs) Why are you not working? Hello? (laughs) (laughs) You've got some explaining to do. I actually watched a video where he never actually said those lines. Really? Yeah. He never said, you got, Lucy, you got some explaining to do? Never uttered those lines. Scotty beamed me up. Never once uttered in the entire Star Trek series. Gum gum. Yes? You give me gum gum. I give you gum gum? You do dum dum. You give me gum gum.
See ya, okay? I'm, you know what? I have no gum gum, sorry. And my name isn't Dum Dum. My name's Larry. No, your name Dum Dum. There's a touch of madness around here. Gentlemen, let's broaden our minds. Lawrence? The 1961 in the art gallery that Jack Nicholson did not destroy showed up in this film on, I think it was in the Riddler's apartment, actually. It was like the one, the boy in blue. Was that it? Whatever, the one picture in the original Batman movie where, that he... Where he, yeah, where he throws this cane up like, and says, no, I kind of like, like this one. That one showed up in this movie also, just as a quick brief on the wall appearance in, in one of the scenes. You all know the Bible is made of testaments old and new. You've been told it's just those two parts, or only one if you're a Jew. But what if I were to tell you there's a fresh third part out there, which was found by a hip new prophet who had a little Donny Osmond flair. Have you heard of the All-American Prophet? The blonde-haired, blue-eyed voice of God. He didn't come from the Middle East like those other holy men. No, God's favorite prophet was All-American. I'm going to take it. That that has got to be from the, the... the Book of Mormon, the, the South Correct. Park. Correct. The, the South book. Park. Yeah. The Book of Mormon. That is from the Broadway version. That that episode on South Park was brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. Oh my God. I mean, because <laughs> um, you hear the dum 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 in the background, the whole thing. And at the very end, smart, 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 smart. You're like, ah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Oh, you in trouble, dum dum. You better run, run from Attila the Hun Hun. <laughs> See you later, dum dum. Okay, yes, I, I, the South Park version of the Book of Mormon was stinking brilliant, but. If you get the opportunity to see the show Book of Mormon, mm-hmm. oh, I heard it's fabulous. It is the ultimate in blasphemy, and I loved every freaking <laughs> second of it. Absolutely, I mean, if you're gonna pick on something, pick on religion. <laughs> it just works every time. And right, you know sorry. what the difference between a religion and a cult is, right? And then, <laughs> honestly, this is just the honest thing. If one, the guy who wrote the tax break, <laughs> no, if, if the guy who wrote the book is dead, it is now officially a religion. If he's still alive, it's a cult. That's it. That's the only difference. Oh, isn't, isn't that how Scientology started? 
Yeah, it, and when it, Elrond it was, died, it, was, it became a religion. It was basically a cult, and then yeah. all of a sudden, he died. It was, yeah, it was now. It's a, hey, it's a religion. It's he's dead. It's a religion. Yay! <laughs> I'm telling you, Jesus was a he was a smart mother. Died early and got it going. <laughs> Fast track that shit. He he got that tax break right after he. <laughs> Going straight to hell. Oh man, I've been yeah. going to hell for the past thirty years. Uh, just okay. adding the frequent flyer miles onto your ticket at this point. So, so here. Okay, so I guess we need to. I guess we need, need to, to shelve our, this bad boy. Yeah, we need to uh, do our summation and shelve this bitch. Five being the worst, top shelf or number one, one being the best. And the there's case behind the counter, the right? Clear box with the lock. Only the manager's got the key. Yep. Nope. So far, not one movie has made it into the box yet. Not, nothing we've reviewed. We, we've kind of agreed of a couple of trilogies that, that reside there because of their awesomeness. I think Lord of the Rings was one of them. Yes. And we will do our, uh, that is on my list of, deep dives i want to do a deep dive on that's Lord like weeks rings. that's but, like weeks of stuff man dude, uh, i'm figuring that's a month yeah that's a month months shows um uh, but the thing is is that we have seen them so that that kind of makes it a little bit easier you can you can kind of do a a quick once over of of everything that's in there but i also think that star wars needs to be done um now now truthfully i've been i've been bouncing this around in my freaking head there's a lot of room there so i've been bouncing this around in in my head for a little while and i'm yeah shut up uh, i just <laughs> caught that <laughs> Um, I, I think the next movie that we're going to do, uh, and, and you have input on this as well, but we've discussed this movie before okay. we have talked about doing this review. I think we need to do it. And that's Tron versus Tron, Tron legacy. legacy. There's something, okay, Tron, you and I were in, in college. Were we in college when Tron came out? I don't think it? so. I think we were in high school. Probably. I think that was like 1984. I can't I, spell, apparently. I know that. Tron, brother, please. I know that Brother Burke is looking at 1982. Nineteen eighty-two. I was in junior high school. <laughs> Maybe you only saw it when you got to high school. I don't know. No, I went to the movie theater to see. Oh, that. okay. I I went like fourteen times to the Medina yeah. movie theater. To, that movie will be in the box behind the counter. I. I I will honestly, I'll tell you that right now. 
Um, I'd have to, I'd have to really think about that. It, it's, it's probably there. Yeah. I, I know that Lord of the, the Rings is in the box behind the counter. Yep. Um, the Star, I think we figured the first three Star Wars were there. Yeah, the Star Wars trilogy, 77 the original. Through, yeah. One is is in there. Hang on a sec. Hey, get out of there. You freaking ass in there. I'm going to freaking kill you. Get out of there. It's got to be a cat or a duck. I'm not quite sure which. I'm going to have to go back and see what your commentary was during that whole episode. <laughs> it's either a cat or a duck. I'm not sure. <laughs> or a vagrant on your front door. I'm not quite sure. <laughs> you know what's for dinner tonight? Duck a la ronge. <laughs> more, like, more like kitty a la ronge. <laughs> All right, my friend, I think we need to wrap this up and you need to shelve this bad boy. Well, okay, my, my summation on this is, is still the same as it was last night, okay. which is, it's, it is a good film. There are pieces you just couldn't get past, but which I get. There are definitely pieces that I can't get past. The cinematography was phenomenal. Yeah. Costuming sucked. Music sucked. Not all the costumes. Some of the costuming pissed you off. There's, I mean, okay, okay, we we can we can go there. Yeah, yeah. Um, all in all, is it a movie that people should see? Well, if you like three hours of the same music, go ahead watch it. I am putting this on shelf number three. Last Which is night, better than last night. Last night I put it on shelf four, but today you and I discussed more of the technical aspect. That is the only thing that has boosted this film. <laughs> it, it's not the costuming. It's not the music. And it is not the... Uh, I, it's not the writing. Um, I, I am interested, though, in seeing where this goes. Because if this builds into the... Batman that I love, then that's that's great. Um, it, it sounds like they're going to do like what Marvel's doing right now. They're doing shoot a, a like like offshoot series of like Gordon as a mini series and maybe Catwoman as a mini series. I don't know if they're going to do another film or not. I would like to see another film of this just to see where it goes. Um, I, I, that, I that's would, me. I would agree with you on that. Uh, as far as as the offshoots go, um, everyone knows that Solo was one of the worst movies ever made. Yeah, uh, but you, you don't have Disney, do you? No. All right. You're missing out because like these miniseries that Marvel's been doing on Disney, some of them are phenomenal. The Loki miniseries was fucking great. They're now doing a, a miniseries called Kenobi, and it's Ewan McGregor as Ben, like after the Order sixty six and before Luke was a young man. So it's like ten years after you know Order sixty six, basically, and it's really really interesting. Um, there's so there's a lot of good stuff out there that's like offshoots of of the movies. Um, 
the Scarlet Witch was a, a what do they call that one? That was um, <laughs> what the hell was that? I, I thought it was on your end. I thought somebody was asking me if they feed the chickens. No, it was it, it was on my end, but I I, I couldn't I couldn't hear it because I had earphones in. They feed the chickens. Feed, feed what feed chickens? We don't have chickens. Yeah, chickens. The ducks. No, I didn't feed the chickens. <laughs> I didn't feed the cats either. When you feed them, they poo. <laughs> I'd be a great father. (laughs) (laughs) So anyway, I, I, that's a tough one, man. The, the, I really enjoyed the first two acts of the movie. The last act, I I mean, it wrapped up the movie. It just seemed a little out of place. I don't know. I, I I mean, I'm, it's at least a lot out of place. Yeah. And um, the 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 relationship between Catwoman and I was okay with Batman? that. I'm talking about just like you know the dude turns himself in and, and you know and then we got the whole stuff with the and that was the that was the other bad bit of like either miniature or CGI when all the water's pouring into the city. It was like that's not good. That's that's it's not doesn't look good. Um, so the last part of the movie kind of soured it for me it's a solid three it's close to being a two but i'm gonna gonna leave it at a three okay so we're both leaving it at a three wow i was i was really expecting more um i enjoyed spider-man more than this and i'm not a spider-man fan (laughs) but that spider-man was really good it was phenomenal um, Johnny, what but do you I like this film. You know? Well, I could make cap or a brooch or pterodactyl. Could you, um... <laughs> um, pick the wrong week to quit sniffing glue. Yeah, it, it's I. The Batman was was. Uh, uh, let's just say. That it's no Lone Wolf McQuaid. But then again, what is? <laughs> What's the matter, Bert? Did I turn it up too loud? No, it's what comes after. Oh. Here it comes. Or should Here I do it? Comes- Oh, your earphones are in. Should I do it for you? Best movie ever. <laughs> I'm telling you. It's the only film in the box right now. <laughs> Screw those Oscar winners. They don't know what they're talking about. <laughs> How? How could no one have given this movie an award it probably got a <laughs> razzie for all you know I, I, we we were doing we were doing our old grading system when we when we did this movie 
Um, and I'm sorry to say that that Burke Burke gave it a very very bad score. Uh, just just to spite me, because he knows. Thank God. Got to the volume control. Thank God. All right. I've had enough of that. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So what movie would you want to do next? I, sorry, I had not even thought about that yet. Or, Or we did a movie. We should do something other than a movie next well, let's, week. Let's bring up our list and see. I actually have iRobot written down on a blank piece here. <laughs> but that ain't it. Suggestions. That's not it. Dark TV shows, movies that can't be made today, natural disasters. Did we do the best movie lines? And Yeah, we did something like yeah, that. Yeah, we did. All right. 20 completely random obscure facts. I think we did that too. Tim Burton movies loved or hated. I love Tim Burton. Unique holiday traditions from around the world that we don't have. Uh, Fears and phobias. I think we did that. Top 10 dream destinations. Let me think we did that. <laughs> did that, did that, did that. Ten cities in the US you'd like to visit and have not. That's easy. I haven't been to any really good cities, so. Mm. Ten foods that you mm. refuse to try or will never try again. And why? <laughs> Anything with onions. <laughs> I do not eat onions. Uh, Dropbox. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. That's a big-ass duck. I got <laughs> to quit feeding them things. <laughs> Holy cow, dude. I don't know, man. Uh, dark TV shows. Yeah. There you go. This down here. I thought we did childhood cartoons no we didn't do that yet we haven't i I don't remember if we did i mean i know that i talked about star blazers and all that uh we did we did top candies yep we did james bonds uh we did top 10 dream destinations we did best tv shows growing up that was it Castles, we've already done. Uh, favorite candy. We've done that. Right, we should do favorite cartoons then. How many how many cartoons would I have on my list? I would probably have more than 10, but why don't we try to keep it to 10 and see where it goes? I don't even think I'd have 10. Well, you might start getting into it and realize you, there's more than that that I mean, did you ever watch Transformers on TV when as a kid? Or no. Well, you said Star uh, Blazers, and I watched Star Blazers. 
And it could be any cartoon. I mean, have you watched cartoons lately? What else did I watch? Uh, Like Ren and Stimpy? Tom Tom and Jerry. Dude, hang on a second. This damn duck is going to sit out there and quack until I throw food (laughs) at it. And this is the section where Scott gets to edit out more dead air. But he has to listen to my bullshit while he's doing it. right he loves the ducks more than he loves the show oh it's really hard living on a farm all right sir it is your choice whatever you wish i say we try for the cartoons i mean if it doesn't happen it doesn't happen um and i'm i think we should go over the tim burton movies kind of rate them as the which ones we get out of my bourbon cat i will kick you across the roof get out better than a duck does the duck fuck with your bourbon no but they fuck a lot <laughs> tim burton movies top 10 top 10 burton movies and top 10 favorite cartoons so cartoons or 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 animated things because okay. like the Hobbit movie, the original one, was a Rankin Bass animated cartoon movie. Yeah, and that was actually good. So, so top ten animated things. <laughs> okay, all right, we'll do that. Um, man, I don't know though. I like that dark TV shows. But you know what? I can't even think of a whole bunch of uh, dark TV shows. Mm, well, anyways, um, sounds like a plan. We're going to do, uh, yeah, uh, Tim Burton. And favorite animated productions. Now, wait, can Tim Burton be in there? I don't know. Did he do anything animated? <laughs> yeah, like, like five or six? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Animated yeah. movies are, yeah, animated movies are fine. Cartoons are fine. God, that's a big duck. Man, I should go out there. Dude, we could be having duck tonight. <laughs> Oh, it took off. Damn it. I almost went out there with a meat cleaver. Apparently not fat enough that it can't fly. (laughs) Mm -mm -mm. All right. So there you have it. The Batman is done. Again. Thankfully. (laughs) Um, You you know, I should have asked you this. I really should... What was your favorite Batman series? Oh, I don't know. We, t- we talked about it last night. Nolan is my my absolute favorite. That's series. Dark Knight. Yeah. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Shiny things. No, the UPS guy just got here. <laughs> <laughs> that means my my low ball. Uh, my, oh, yeah, my glasses, glasses are here finally. 
Finally. I canceled your order. I'm sorry. I, I'm okay. not really sorry about it. You, you, you were like, I already have one. I was like, oh, I don't. I had nothing. Well, I was actually using my my mother-in-law's Christmas uh, uh, coffee mug or something. Or? Rocks. Rocks. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, the, the one that I would get, Bert, is probably going to be uh, personalized with our with our Davis and Davis show logo. <laughs> kind of like my Yeti. <laughs> like that Yeti. Yeah. Alright, do you have anything else to say to those fabulous listeners that we have that really don't give a shit about the two hours and 17 minutes that we have gone and talked about a movie that really only needed five minutes. Look, we almost made it as long as the actual movie. (laughs) As a matter of fact, I may may add in shit from last night's show (laughs) to make it the exact same length. The Zack Snyder cut of the exact same length of the movie that we just watched. <laughs> because that is three hours that I will never get back. Now I I liked it. It's not one of my favorite all time movies. I like I liked it more than you did. It's to me it's almost a second shelf movie, but it's like eh, I, I, I don't watch it again. I was gonna say if you liked it that much, why is it on the third shelf? That third act bugged me a little bit. Um, I mean, that puts and, and, and listening right in the to you middle. talk about the and listening to you talk about the music, I'm like, yeah, you know the music. They got. Yeah, so I mean, it kind of, my perception was a little influenced by your perception of it. And, oh, you went up mm, because I, I of did. you. Know, because so, of you. Yeah. So and, you know, I changed my opinion. It happens. So, I, I yeah. I, I'm not saying don't go see this movie. I, it's, it's worth seeing once, absolutely. And some people may dig it more than us. And I'm probably going to watch it again. I mean, it, it's it was pretty. I, I probably only watched the first like two thirds of the movie because it, it it which is much like when I watch uh, Star Wars. Uh, what's the second one? Um, Empire Strikes Back. Empire Strikes Back. When I watch that movie, I typically fast forward through all the Yoda on Dagobah thing because it just it doesn't do a damn thing for me. <laughs> the Han Solo story is the best part of that, and it's the 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 flying through the asteroid belt is one of my favorite all time pieces of music in a movie ever. I watched it this morning. I just my daughter was listening to a TikTok, and the music from that scene came on. I'm like, fuck, now I gotta watch that. Damn it! It's like Cartman. Listening to "Come Sail Away," he's got to sing the whole song. You know, I, 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 I really, I really, really, really. I mean, okay, the next movies that we do is going to be Tron. I, we have to do that. It's it's, I it's probably, yeah. I, I think that I think that I will be I will be very close to putting that in the box. Um, but, but, but we, we have to do the Star Wars. 
and we have to do Lord of the Rings. And I know that they're gonna be long shows. I mean, you're talking multiple days. Oh yeah. But, uh, but uh, these are such iconic pictures, uh, movies. They have to be talked about. Uh, they're still viable today. Oh yeah. You know, I I feel bad for these kids because they weren't they they weren't around when these movies came out. Uh, it's 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 also like the Harry Potter series. The Harry Potter series, every one of those movies is in the box behind the shelf. Name one that wasn't good. They were all good. I don't think they were all box worthy, but they were all good. First one was definitely box worthy. Oh yeah. Death, uh, uh, Deathly Hallows. I was not. Um, one or two. Well, I, I was sad that they split them up actually, because yeah. I, I think they could have made a three-hour movie and had that whole thing done. Um. They need a bitch about a three-hour movie, probably. <laughs> Prisoner of Azkaban was one of my favorites. It was dark. Yeah. It was evil. That was great. Uh, Chamber of Secrets. Yeah, yeah. Was good. I said they're all good. Yeah. But uh, what was it? The Order of the Phoenix was... That was the only one that I could sit back and go, mm, this, this was kind of, that. it was kind of the precursor to the Deathly Hallows. Yeah, I mean, it's like you, you needed the movie to be made to get to the ending. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. But but the whole thing, oh God, dude, we, we have to do a show about Harry Potter. Oh God. I, the horror critics, oh, come on. Come on, this, this, that series shaped the kids that are running our country now. Not yet. There are still old seventy old people running the country at this point, so not quite yet. We don't talk about them. All right. <laughs> All right, we ladies and gentlemen, need to do a deep dive on Hogan's Heroes. Oh God, There's... that'll get dark. What? Well, I don't think so. I think I think. Oh we'll, no! We'll, it'll, it, you'll go down the rabbit hole. You'll be like, "Oh crap!" Oh, oh well, yeah. Bob Crane's life was, yeah, yeah. He he was he was the different little boy. He he marched <laughs> to a different drummer. All right, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> it's it's been two hours and twenty three minutes of nothing but sheer hell. <laughs> and we hope you enjoyed our suffering <laughs> alright everyone we're out of here have a great night
At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success.